Welcome, Panther fans, into another episode of the Off Script Podcast. Kevin Wheeler and Kelly Dumroff here, joined this week by two special guests from the Pitt baseball team, freshman Ron Washington Jr. and redshirt senior Frank Maldonado. How are you guys today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Um, I can't complain that you guys are here hanging out with us. Appreciate the time. Yes, yeah, good. It's good you, to be here. You excited, Frank? Very excited. I can tell you're really excited. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's let's kind of get it going here. You guys are having a heck of a year so far. Four straight series wins in the ACC, sole possession of third in the Coastal Division. What's the secret? You guys have seemed to kind of hit your stride at the right time. Um, I think we're just, you know, approaching each game like it's no different than the last and uh, taking it a pitch at a time from the first pitch to the last, playing our brand of baseball, uh, blue collar, you know, raises sharp focus, and we're just, you know, leaving it all out on the field. And so far we've had – some good outcomes from that. Yeah, we're, um, I think it's really just all the focus we're having and uh, a lot of energy and execution. So that's our, our little thing is pay the fee. But um, we're really sticking to that game plan at the plate and uh, on the mound and uh, in the field. You say pay the fee is yeah. your little mantra? Can you yeah. take me inside that, where that came from? Uh, I'll <laughs> talk about it. Uh, yeah, our coach, Coach Giordano, he um, came up with it one day. I was um, – Focus, energy, and execution, you know, just the fee. And we, uh, we pay the fee. I like that. I might have to steal that one. That's pretty good. I didn't know that that was the case. So I'm going to kind of, you know, just throw some stuff out to each of you. And then whoever wants to answer, you can. and Or if you both want to answer and, and talk together, that would be fine as well. Um, what's something special about this team this season that an outsider might not know? Um, being here for five years, I've been a part of five separate teams. And um, I think that this team just has, you know, a, a stronger connection with one another. We've spent a lot of time together off the field, and we've, you know, developed some really strong friendships. And I think that's correlated to the field. I think there's a strong investment in one another when we, you know, we're playing in a game. We're not, you know, taking selfish approaches to at-bats. You know, we're all, all of our primary concern is winning the game, and that's reflected on how we've done so far this year. Well, you guys end up – batting kind of back-to-back at different times in the order. Yeah. I know that Coach likes to jumble the lineup a little bit, so it changes up at times. But when one of you is hitting behind the other or vice versa, what goes into that? I mean, what do you know about each other's mentality and your approach at the plate where you can follow that up yourselves? Uh, I think that's pretty cool because you kind of have, like, the polar opposites on a team. You know, he's a fifth-year senior, obviously. I'm a freshman, and uh, <laughs> I just think that's pretty cool. Um, also, it's always pretty easy for me because he – almost always gets on base, <laughs> you know, and it gives me a lot of RBIs, and uh, it's, I think, you know, he just does a great job of that. Yeah, I like, um, I like hitting by Ron in the lineup because, uh, you know, whether it's before me or after me, um, you know, if I'm up first, uh, I don't feel like I have to do so much, you know, even just getting on base is, could be enough to, to manufacture a run with his bat behind me, and then, you know, if he's sitting in front of me, you know, I know he's going to give a good at-bat, and, um, I'm going to be able to learn something while I'm in the on-deck circle from watching him in his at-bat, you know, how the pitcher approaches him as a hitter. So, you know, regardless, being around Ron in the lineup is definitely beneficial. From your perspective, you mentioned, you know, as one of the older guys on the team, being here for five years, what's your perspective on what Ron's been able to do as, you know, a big-time contributor as a first-year player? Um, I think it's phenomenal. You know, I, I had a completely different experience. I redshirted my first year due to an injury, so... Um, believe me, I knew how hard that was to come out and play in this conference, even after having a year of watching it, to come out as a true freshman from high school and, and do what Ron's done so far. You know, it's really exciting both for, you know, this program and even him as an individual. Um, I think it's going to continue to build and, um, you know, increase his confidence and, 
And I think he's already not, you know proved to himself and to anyone in this country in the conference that he's more than capable of not only playing in this conference, <clears throat> but being you know really successful in this conference. Ron, did you think coming in as as a first year player that you're going to end up contributing as much as you have to this point, starting pretty much every game? Um, I had expectations for myself, and um, I exceeded some of those. And uh, but one thing that that was pretty cool is like how much I actually learned from the seniors. Like I actually, Frank doesn't know this. I actually learned so much from him, like in the cage and stuff. Like <laughs> just like with a mental approach and stuff. Like asking a bunch of questions and asking a bunch of questions in the fall and stuff, you know. And uh, he actually didn't know that. I know he didn't, but yeah, no, that means a lot. You know, I'm, you know, I had seniors around when I was a freshman too that did did the same thing, and um, it's, uh, you know, we're all in this together, and um, it's it's just a special thing when you can feel like you you know you're you're benefiting more than just you know your team in that season when you feel like you're you know transcending that responsibility and you know benefiting the culture of a program you know that that's definitely you know the most rewarding thing Ron can you tell me about a specific moment that Frank really helped you out uh yeah I remember um just um a pitch selection at the right right at the beginning of the year he was like what I like to do is like say I get like a first pitch slider and for a strike, I'll like I'll swing hard at it, and you know I'll like even if I foul tip it off, but I just so the pitch it gets in the pitcher's mind that like I will hit that pitch, you know, and that you can't just don't get me over sliders and or, or curveballs, and so I really I really took that approach and it really helped me a lot. It's kind of the game within the game yeah. right there. Yeah. Every every pitch yeah, like is the, its own game. Yeah, like the little mental aspect of it. That's great. Is there a specific moment for you, Frank, where you saw Ron putting your advice? out there on the field like seeing him go through it um absolutely um you know ron i think earlier on was you know being like you know he obviously swings a very good bat but i think he was a little tentative early in the season but i mean we all saw how hot he got you know within the last month and um a lot of that was attributed to that aggressiveness on that first pitch all speed pitch because not only does that let the, the pitcher know that you're, you're going to crush that pitch but it also plays into the next pitch and the next pitch. So, you know, if he threw that get me over slider and you took a big hack at it, he's probably not going to go back to it. There comes the fastball. And, you know, the, the numbers are the numbers. The more you swing in an at-bat, the better chance you have of hitting the ball. And if you don't hit the ball, nothing's going to happen. So I think, you know, Ron, you, you know, throughout the season, it's just continued to make progress, and you can see it. You guys have each kind of supplied big moments for this team uh, offensively and defensively as well, some some nice catches, things like that. Frank, you had a good one running into the wall, and we'll, we'll get to each of those as we as we go here. Uh, but Ron, you had probably the biggest offensive moment of the season for this team so far, and that was against Miami. The massive home run and the bat flip combined. Yes, everybody saw it. We loved it. So I got to ask, what was the bat flip planned? Like, if you were you saying to yourself, if I get a hold of one here, this thing, I'm throwing this bat out of here. Well, no, it's <laughs> just bat, all emotion. Yeah, the bat bat flip was not planned. It was actually one of my – it was, like, the first bat flip I honestly had in my career, like, the first really, really big one. You know, I just – and, you all, you know, you always dream of that moment moment of, like, last inning, you know, you're going to be – you're the one up to bat to win the game, you know. So I just mm – -hmm. just all those dreams and thoughts came to my head and it's just like, all right, so what do I do now? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me do this. <laughs> 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 like, what do I see everybody on the pros doing? Okay, let me throw the bat in there like they do. 
What was uh, what was the emotion around the team? And Frank, you can jump in on this as well. When you see him connect with that pitch and you see it flying out of there, especially against a team in Miami where you know they've kind of got the best of you guys throughout your career, and this was a situation where you go on the road and you take a couple games from them, and that really ignited that whole weekend and started things off. What was the emotion like in that moment? I think that uh, it was a microcosm of what I was talking about before and uh, that we're all so invested in winning baseball games that – you could look down at the end of the dugout, and regardless of anybody on the team, you know, was 3 for 4 or 0 for 4 that day, we were all literally jumping and screaming about to <laughs> run onto the field to mob Ron for that. And um, it was just awesome because, you know, just to see, um, you know, a freshman in that moment be able to achieve that, it just says a lot about him also as an individual that, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially younger, I've noticed, like, in those moments, even I've, I've felt it myself before, it, it, you you let the moment get too big. And I think, you know, that's something that Ron must have done a good job in that situation to, to be able to be that successful is to just really slow the game down and treat it no different than any other at-bat. And, you know, that, that approach led to that result, and we were just all so excited. That was such an awesome moment, something I'll definitely remember. My favorite part about that was his smile. Did we, did we show you that? I didn't if see it, no. didn't see the smile. Ron saw it the other day. I made him watch it, but... Go check out the video. He has this, like, sly little, like, yeah, I just hit a home run in my own. <laughs> yeah, I see you. Just a little smile as he, as he throws that bat. Hey, how, how could you not, right? <laughs> I mean, that was a fantastic moment. The, uh, so one of the things I did want to ask you guys about was kind of the phenomenon of the home run helmet, which is kind of caught, caught traction. You know, it gets a lot of attention. And, and, Ron, you're second on a team in homer, so you've got a couple 23s on there. Frank, you got a couple threes on there. So what – how did that thing start? And I think I know the story, but I'm curious to hear from you guys straight up. How did that thing start, and then how have you guys kind of rallied around it? Um, Coach Alvino, actually, uh, you know, we were we were bouncing off ideas with him about something we could do this year, you know, whether it be like, you know, a sledgehammer. And then somebody said something like about a hard hat, you know, because we strive to be, you know, blue-collar teams. And what's more blue-collar and hardcore than, you know, a construction worker? <laughs> so, uh, you know, Billy picked up this – this helmet and um, Derek Moose, Moose put a uh, P on it, and um, there, you know the rest was history. We decided to attribute it to you know one of the most exciting moments in a season, and that's hitting a home run. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's the origin. Caleb Perry is the one that gave you that idea. Give Caleb some credit. Come <laughs> okay, on. I, I really didn't. I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's it probably sorry, feels Caleb. like sorry, forever Caleb. ago now, sorry, right? Sorry, Caleb, my fellow fifth-year senior. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Caleb must have been the one that gave Billy the idea, but Billy got the helmet. It's a team effort. Yes. No, no one person gets credit. Yeah. Everybody's involved. Okay. So uh, kind of moving along here, Frank, we were, I was talking about some of your moments that we'll talk about. Let, let's talk about the catch first because I believe it was a top ten nominee, right? No? Yeah, it was. Or we tried to get it on there anyway. Yeah, tweeted it out. Yeah, that's right. No NCAA. were harmed in the making of this catch. That's right. So – in that moment when you're sprinting at the wall and you're used to those grounds in center field here at Charles L. Cost Field, and that ball's in the air, how, when did it come into your mind, man, I'm, I'm going to wreck this wall right now if I make this <laughs> um, To be honest, um, kind of off the bat, um, and, uh, you know, there have been other points in my career when I was playing right field as a sophomore. I ran into the wall against UNC. I remember these moments, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I almost knocked myself out then. Too. Well, it's good that you remember them. So, yeah. obviously, there was no residual effect. <laughs> but I didn't catch them that time. <laughs> thankfully, they were foul. They, thankfully, they were foul balls. But, um, you know, I mean, that's just, like, I don't know. I'm not going to try to, you know, make it more than it is. But that's that's just how I play the game. You know, I grew up playing football, wrestling. You know, I was, I was a 
a tough kid and, and um, you know, I never mind rough housing and, and something like running into a wall never really scares me. And, and if that's what it, you know, it's going to take, um, you know, it's, it's when you put it into this perspective of you running back to get this ball and you have eight guys on the field with you and, you know, a pitcher that just threw that pitch and it gave up that hit to, you know, the wall. Um, you know, when you think about the fact that you have not only those eight guys, but the rest of the team in the dugout, you know, the people that came to support, the, you know, the fans, it's it's just, you know, when you think of it like that, you don't mind running into the wall, especially since it's padded, you know, but, <laughs> like, you know, you would hope that guys on your team would do the same for you, and, um, you know, I I would do it, you know, ten times out of ten. That's one of his more underrated characteristics, I think, too. We've talked about it before, is, like, what? Four errors in five years. Um, I think it's three or four. Two, yeah, I want to say two. No, no wow. it's like know. three, maybe. It's one maybe well, not this year, right? Not this year. It's one not my, one my fresh, year. one my freshman year, one junior year. I think it's two. Okay. NC, NC State and Georgia know. Tech. Yeah, yeah he, he would know, know right? He would remember. He's yeah. remembering the moments right yes. now. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's two. I'm just uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> I hope it's two. Well, we're recording it, so you're quoted anyway. I remember off the crack of the bat on your on that pitch. I was. I'm an outfielder, and I was DHing that day, but I was like, you got room, you got room, you got room. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, and I know you can hear me, but that was just, like, instinctive, just to, like, you know. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> an, that's an outfielder thing. That's what, that's what we do. We're always trying to help each other make the, make the special play and keep each other safe. It's, it's a lot of fun being an outfielder here in Pitt. The, uh, one of the biggest things for you, too, Frank, in the Virginia series, you had a clutch series, a lot of RBIs in big situations. This year as a whole, Leading the team with a 395 batting average with runners in scoring position, five game-winning RBIs. Why are you able to rise to the occasion in those specific moments? Um, like I was talking about earlier with how impressed I was with Ron at Miami, it's it's something I feel like that comes with experience that in those moments, you know, you just don't treat it any differently. You can't try to do more than than what's asked of you. You know, you just take the approach of, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to go up there, I'm going to have a good at-bat, and um, I'm gonna put a good swing on a good pitch and, and see what the outcome is. I just think that uh, you know I've been able to do that this season, and um, you know it's worked out for me. What can you take away from him in those moments, seeing him come through? Uh, just how calm he is when those moments come. You know, just uh, doesn't let the doesn't let the pressure get to him. He just kind of does his own thing, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. You know, I I kind of like I kind of like. I want those moments, you know. Like sure. I'm like looking for those moments, and I I can just I can I know he wants it too, and I just know he's keeps so cool, calm, cool, and collective about it. And he's led the team in game-winning RBIs the last two years, so maybe you're next. Maybe next oh, year. Yeah. Could be next. Yeah. Maybe next. Year. <laughs> it's a next man up mentality. So Ron, you're from Houston. Uh, why Pittsburgh? Uh, you know, uh, you know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a great city. You know, and, uh, one of my it was an offer. It was a really good offer, and I just. You know, I saw the baseball team. I saw I was going to come out. Great academic school. And I just, you know, chose here. What do you look forward uh, forward to most in your career while you're here? Um, winning. Just winning as many games as possible. You know, it's, you know, setting a win record or just, you know, just literally just putting my name on something in Pittsburgh. You know, just like, oh, that was the year Ron was here. It was a pretty big goal. Ron, Ron, Ron and his team. <laughs> 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 Got to mention the teammates. Yeah. I like it. You're, get, you're getting the hang of it yeah. as a freshman. <laughs> Very good. So, Frank, I'll ask you this question. You, you alluded to the culture before. How would you describe the culture of Pittsburgh baseball? Um, I think it's, it's on the rise. I think, um, you know, we all understand what it takes to, to become a, a championship team. 
and that's just a selfless investment in one another um, with one goal, you know, winning games. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's important to have a good group of leaders that uh, enforce that. And um, when that's not being, you know, you know, when that's not the state of things, somebody steps up and changes it right away. You know, you can't let those seeds, you know, bloom into something toxic that, you know, I've seen here in the past and, you know, in other points, you know, other places. But um, it's just uh, a, a constant daily, you know, awareness of, of the culture and, and a desire to keep it, you know, one way. And, and it's just so important to, to become a championship team. And, you know, that's that's something I see on the rise here. So as a fifth-year guy, did you say to yourself, well, I have to separate myself coming into this year, so I need to grow out this beard and look more mature than everybody <laughs> else on the team? Um, to, be <laughs> no. to be honest, um, uh, I, this is not an advertisement to Dollar Shave Club, but I ran out of razors for them, um, and uh, I didn't reorder them. So I, I started not shaving in, uh, in September. I can never grow a beard, but... Um, I guess for the first time in my life, I guess when you turn 23, it all changes. <laughs> I just kind of started letting it go, and um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of grew attached to it emotionally. So there's <laughs> definitely an emotional connection. Um, you know, I've had nightmares where, you know, somebody shaved my beard, and yep. I've woken up, you know, in, in sheer terror. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's just odd to me how, how much a person can can grow attached to their beard. He sits here stroking his beard. <laughs> That's it's right. Just, it's just I don't know. It's it's something that. Uh, I don't know. There's a reason some major leaguers have beards. You know, there's something about, you know, like look at Bryce Harper. He's got like the best beard and the best hair in, in MLB, <laughs> and and uh, it just, I don't know. You feel uh, you feel powerful. I, I can relate to the attachment. I, I, I understand. He enjoys that. I, I just can't yell relate. At him every time he touches his beard in an interview, it's just another That's way to true. rebel against. It is. Well, it wasn't there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a rule against it, right, on this yeah. team for there, years, there, and and now it's gone. There was a rule against it, and. Um, you know, in the beautiful democracy of pit baseball, <laughs> enough enough players, uh, you know, you know, requested that Skip lift that, and uh, I think it, again, it was just something that that gave our team its identity. You know, it was something that we could take, and uh, it was it's just awesome. We took it and ran with it, and and some guys have great beards, great mustaches. McBanman's uh, mustache. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's not even November. It's pretty impressive <laughs> no. right now. Yeah, he looks like a fire chief. You got to start, you know, having him curl it or something. Oh yeah. You got to get it long enough to that point. Shave it. I think yeah. he did shave. He did shave. Did he? It. He did oh, shave no. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's enough yeah. photo evidence of it. That's true. Well, you mentioned Bryce Harper, and I'll, I'll throw this question to you, Ron, and, and then I'll get Frank's take on it too. Who was your favorite player growing up, and, and then also who do you try to emulate now that's still playing? Um, well, I'm from Houston, so my favorite player was uh, always George Springer because he played my position, and uh, I would always I'd went to so many Astros games in like the last like two three years, mm-hmm. and it's just and they keep getting better and better, and it's just it's kind of like how I see this team. We're getting we didn't ha- we didn't start off so great obviously in the last few years, but we're just keeping it better and better. And even as the season went, we're just, you know, developing. And a World Series title as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we're, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, how about you? Um, Growing up, uh, uh, Derek Jeter was, like, the, the staple name in my household. Um, you know, I had an older sister that played baseball and uh, wound up playing softball at Notre Dame after. But um, growing up uh, – my, both my parents are born in Brooklyn, big big New York fans. Mom's a Yankee fan, Dad's a Met fan, so the <laughs> house is always split. But um, nice. So I'm kind of just I always say I'm a New York fan, but Derek Jeter for sure was. Oh man, you look at the career he had, the amount of respect that he 
you know, gained over the course of that. And uh, just more the way he carried himself, the way he stayed out of trouble, you know, his ability to step up in big moments, something that I just admired as, as a kid. And now as I've gotten older, um, you know, obviously I'm from New Jersey, uh, the best homegrown talent, best player in the league, in my opinion. Mike Trout is somebody that, you know, I constantly am watching and constantly emulating, trying to emulate the way he plays the game. You know, he plays my position. And uh, so, yeah, the current player would be Mike Trout. You guys both kind of have, I guess, name discrepancies. <laughs> and, and bear with me on this. But, Ron, with you, and I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing this already, but no, <laughs> you are, in fact, not the son or in any relation to former MLB manager Ron Washington, I even though not. you got the junior at the end. Yeah. And Frank, uh, at the beginning of the year, and I have to say I was victim to this too with both of you, is when I look at the roster and I see Lucas Maldonado, I think, oh, this is great. We got you know cousins <laughs> or brothers or something on the team. You look, no relation for either of you. How how tired of you? Uh, how tired are you of those? Kind of discrepancies Frank coming up all the time. Himself by calling Lucas cousin. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. call each that other. Help yeah, at all. we'll say what's up, cousin. And we got to play into it, right? Yeah, it just kind of writes itself. Exactly. Uh, I just I I laugh every time I see it because it's it's a it's a lot of games or on the when they're announcing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just every like uh, uh, in fact he is a relation, and then the next game it'll be like, we're sorry about that. He's not a relation. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a, I take it I take it well. It's fun. For Ron, it was really bad at West Virginia. Did you listen to that one at all? Yeah, they I think that's the, the one. They talked the whole yeah, game about how they were related. And finally, one of our managers slipped a piece of paper through, like, a crack in the wall that said he's not related. And they <laughs> said, breaking news, Ron <laughs> oh is my actually gosh. not related. <laughs> doesn't, so it, doesn't it say in your notes that it, he is yeah. not? It's like one of the – They're fun facts. So Ron's fun fact in the note is that he's not related right. to, yeah. to Ron. And maybe. Lucas's is that he's not related to Ron. Yeah, Frank. maybe they just missed the not. And People just obviously yeah. just don't read. Breeze past it. Work. Yeah, you that's do. yeah. You I I never mistake. I mistook that on air. So you know, it was before that. So she she set me straight before <laughs> we actually got on there. We know it. So I, let's get a new fun fact for Ron though. Let, let's let's get something else. What what's something that we don't know about Ron Washington? Wow. What, the one you tried to give me is the Justin Upton batting gloves. Oh yeah. I thought you could have something more exciting than that. Yeah, it's it's kind of boring. Well, I mean, it's pretty cool still. Like I had a pair of Justin Upton game used batting gloves with his auto autograph on it, but nice. then I used it. And they ripped. So <laughs> I had a pair of just batting gloves. <laughs> you got to frame those or something. Keep yeah, that memorabilia. I ran out of batting gloves. And I was like, oh, man. I got to use for the game. <laughs> you can't just go bare hand yeah, and choke it. up a little bit. Yeah, I, I probably should have done. So one of the, the fun facts about Frank is, and I, maybe you guys, you know, make fun of him for this or something like that, but Always a singer, right? Oh, like no. you guys, does he, you ever catch him singing to himself every in the day. mirror or anything like that? Every he was singing single before day. You <laughs> every day. Every day. Yeah. You sang the national anthem at a pit gymnastics meet. I know you're, oh, yeah. you know, this is one of the things that's always talked about with you too, but how cool was that moment for you? Um, that's that's something I, you know, I've always secretly dreamed of doing. Yeah. You know, singing a national anthem in front of a crowd. And, uh, you know, it was just awesome that, you know, my team could be there. That was, that was the coolest part. And uh, the fact that all other student athletes were, required to be there kind of freaked me out because you know I don't mind singing in front of 10 5 10 50,000 people I don't know mm -hmm. but the fact that there were like you know a good amount of student athletes there I know every single one of them you know I was I started thinking like you know what if I forget a word what if my voice cracks <laughs> all these things and then, and I would never be able to live it down and, right. and that's the way it would all end uh, you know for my time here at Pitt and I'd be forced <laughs> into hiding and 
you know, so on. But uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> happy that you know it it went well, and um, you know, it was just that, that was just something that you know I could always you know feel like I I did here, and it was a special thing for me, and uh, I was just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, so it's we should play the audio of him singing it in his car into his phone that he sent to me as an audition tape. Oh, what you should <laughs> I do see. is. I can only imagine you sitting in your car by yourself, belting out the national anthem into like your cell phone. <laughs> it was like 17 degrees out. I, <laughs> I was like mildly shivering and singing at the same time, but I couldn't do it at my house because my whole family was in there, and I didn't want them to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> so excited that he couldn't wait 10 minutes to, yeah, to record it. Hey, I, I can't blame him. It sounds like it was a great moment for him, so I, it's, it's a great thing. What, what's the song, Ron, that you hear him singing the most? You catch oh, him singing man. something. Um, it's so many it is so many different songs like it's any song any song you'll play he'll put his own little twist to it uh-huh. you know and just like <laughs> we'll have to stop the music and he can j- he'll just sing, <laughs> sing and sing well you write your own he too dances. right he, he dances too oh yeah, he dances wow too. the <laughs> whole package not the only one we have some you know way better dancers on our team you know dave yanni nick bam and nico ron they were, you know ron's not in any way immune to to this right now he is an exceptional dancer Interesting. So I, if I ever run into you guys out somewhere, then I'll, I'll make sure to steer clear of a dance competition. Then. Yeah. Uh, Are you a frequent at, at karaoke? Um, actually, yes. There's there you a, go. Um, the restaurant stacked right on uh, the you know the burger place sure. right on Forbes. Um, you know, a group of us sometimes go on Wednesday nights, and um, and I'll sing some Billy Joel and uh, maybe some Elton John, some Fall Out Boy. There you go. The disco. Um, <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's the song. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Panic at the disco. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the early that's 2000s the with Frank. Yeah, there's a lot of angst growing in me, you know, and it's, it's just never went away. You know, I, I appreciate <laughs> those, you know, punky rock groups from, from the 2000s, and uh, I still listen to them in my car. I thought you were going to go with, like, a Frankie Valley or something being, oh, being from that area. Yeah, yeah, I love the Four Seasons. I've seen Jersey Boys a few times on Broadway. It's, I, I love the Jersey Boys. So post-baseball – Clearly, Frank's going to Broadway. Oh, yeah. That would that'd be, a, that'd be a dream come true. Singer, <laughs> dancer, guitarist, everything. That'd Whole package. Awesome. That would be awesome. All right, guys, before we end, give me a little story about a, a special moment this year that maybe wasn't on the field. Give us, you know, an inside look into that pit baseball locker room. Um, probably uh, the program is uh, how we bonded together for that, you know. That's a uni use. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good one. It's a really good one, yeah. yeah. No, just, um, you know, everyone's dog tired, and, uh, like, we're all just giving our all, no matter, like, till the very end, mm-hmm. you know. It was uh, pretty good. It was pretty cool to see that. It's like military-style training, too. For so what, so what do you mean the program? It. Enlighten me here. Um, well, they basically have these Navy SEALs come in, mm-hmm. scream at us, <laughs> Um, run us into the ground, put heavy sandbags on us. Um, actually, at one point, we put on elbow pads and face masks and got beat up with pads and, and Last boxed year they them. tried to drown you, didn't yes, they? Yes, they, they put awesome. us in the deep end of the pool <laughs> with uh, you know sweatpants <laughs> and sweatshirts on and made us take them on and off and on and off like about 150 times. Um, I'm st- you wow. scared, Kevin. Yeah, this is terrifying. <laughs> it sounds like you were talking about nightmares before. I think this is my worst nightmare. Um, and... Uh, I mean, they're just phenomenal people. They're just such a, you know, uh, some. They're just great people that that come in. You know, regardless of how how much they're mutilating you with their, <laughs> with their, with their <laughs> song, they're just 
they're just great examples of how you need to approach something and and tackle obstacles, you know, to be successful and rise above adversity. And that's just something that's special for us. Um, one of the moments I was thinking of that, you know, was off the field. Um, after the UNC series, you know, obviously we weren't in a good spot. Um, we were one in five, I think, at that point. Was it yeah. the second series? Mm -hmm. um, we uh, we decided to call a meeting in the locker room, just, uh, just the guy, you know, just us guys. And, um, you know, we sat down and bounced ideas off of, you know, what we were going to do to combat that. What was the series after UNC? It was Ooh, Virginia. Virginia, right? Yeah, I think yeah. you guys bounced back yeah. pretty quickly right that weekend, yeah. And, um, yeah, because I, I remember this. Uh, we were sitting down in there, it was, and we were just talking about what we were doing, what we weren't doing, what we could do to, to do better. And um, I think that was such a turning point in our season. And uh, winning that game against Virginia, winning the series against Virginia, was just such a turning point in our season. And, um, you know, I think it just opened the eyes of not not just everyone around the conference, but, you know, in, in our own dugout. You know, it opened our eyes to the fact that, you know, we can play at this in this conference. We can be successful. And, you know, the only difference between us and the guys across the way are, you know, the jerseys we put on. And if we have more pride in our jerseys than they have in their jerseys and we have more pride in each other and we have more confidence and we have, you know, a stronger camaraderie, then there's a good chance we're going to come out on top if, you know, if we play the way our, the way we play. And um, I think that that was such a turning point in our season, that, that series. And uh, that was that moment that, you know, that team meeting was something that I think, you know, uh, you know nobody besides us knows about, not even our coaches. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was just certainly, a, you know, a big moment off the field for us. Series that started four straight series wins. Yeah, no. It also I, happened yeah. to hit, what, uh, almost 600 that weekend? <laughs> yeah, that, that was some, that was personal for me. Um, <laughs> the Virginia series, uh, I look forward to playing Virginia every year. Um, sure, they're my favorite team to play in the ACC. It's you know a reputable program. Coach O'Connor, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting him, you know, numerous times within the last few years. Um, he's actually good friends with one of my family friends, and uh, you know, so there's a, there's a little personal, uh, you know, little personal connection to that series, and it, for me to to be able to you know put a stamp on that series and help us when that one was something special for me that I'll remember for, you know, the rest of my life. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you taking us kind of inside there because I, I can say that I, I was up in the booth for that series, the Virginia series, and I could just tell that there was something else going on. Like you guys were playing with an extra bit of fire that maybe wasn't there prior to. And you never really know from the outside looking in where does that come from. And now, you know, Panther fans and, and we know all about that and that kind of being a turning point in you guys this year and, and now sitting – third place in the Coastal Division, ACC tournament kind of on the horizon. What would it mean to the two of you to be a part of the Pittsburgh baseball team that makes the conference tournament for the first time? Um, well, I know we have it. Yeah, we, just, just like you said, we haven't made it yet. And, no, that would be just great just to be a part of the team that make the, the first team to make it, you know, just to kind of we're like the turning point for the for the Panthers. Mm -hmm. like to see. That would be what you were talking about before. This yeah. would be the team that Ron Washington is is a part of, so he can look back on this <laughs> no year. Question, yeah. yeah, yeah, and this is Frank's last year. You know, he's, this is it's his final stamp. You know, it's a stamp on the program. That's yeah. how you feel. Absolutely. Just a stamp. I mean, yeah, that's that's what you leave here. You know, you leave your legacy, and um, you know what I've learned is, uh, you know, no matter how much people talk, no matter how much you want to, yeah, you want to talk about changing a program and, and moving in a different direction. You know, even our, even Coach Giordano talks about it. You know, change has to come from within. 
and you can see the power of that and I think you know that's you know to watch it happen before your eyes is, is just special and I think that uh you know as soon as we take that step you know as soon as we get to the conference tournament once it's going to just become the norm and mm -hmm. as soon as that becomes the norm then making a regional you know making a super you know it's that's uh that's how you you build a program and and um the what you leave behind is somebody that's been here for five years and and uh, on the you know the way back end of my time here at Pitt um you leave a legacy and then the question is you know what legacy are you going to leave and um if you know I had a choice it would just be again to just promote that you know idea ideology of a perfect team in the sense where everybody's so invested in each other and just have that one goal of winning and um it's just that's I know f from experience you see it on teams that have been successful that that's what works and that's what can be the difference you know if if a team across the way is more talented than you if you play as a better team you're going to win that game more often well, I appreciate the responses guys and you got you know, a decent amount of the schedule left here. Three ACC series. You got a couple of midweek games mixed in a couple this week, actually. You go on the road to Notre Dame this coming weekend for a big series, and then you get the final two ACC series at home. So I encourage all the Panther fans, if you haven't seen these guys play and the rest of their teammates, come out to Charles L. Cost Field, pay the couple of bucks to get, get on in and, and see a team that's really fighting and clawing to try and do something special heading into the conference tournament, what could be potentially the first time this team makes a conference tournament. So, gentlemen, I appreciate the time, and I appreciate all the insight. Thank, Thank you, you. For us. Thank you. Signing off on this episode of Off Script for freshman Ron Washington, Jr. and redshirt senior Frank Maldonado and our producer, Kelly Dumroff. I'm Kevin Wheeler. Thanks so much for listening. Join us next time on the Off Script Podcast. Hail to Pitt.